Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Caped Controller. It is the week of September 14th. I am one of your hosts, Michael Gallardo. And I'm your other host, Jordan Graham. And are we going to say it's the week of the 14th because that's the day we're recording? Or do you want to say the start of the week because we don't post this until... No, I would rather do it like when we record it because what we're going to be talking about is what is prevalent when we record. Sure. I think that makes sense. Okay. I don't really know. I just wonder. Yeah. All right. So, Jordan, you have just come back from a trip to Iowa. Yes. Talk a little bit about what you did while you were there. Uh, I did a lot of Pokemon stuff. There was a cluster nest at the top of my street where I'd get usually three to six Pokemon, and they would spawn every couple hours. I didn't go out every hour or every two hours. You but... could, could you just do it from your house? No, because I was at the opposite end of the street. Oh. It would have been great if I was like just right there. I would just have it loaded. <laughs> never get day. out of bed. Yeah, I would just have it loaded. But whenever I would go somewhere, I would stop at the top of the street, like if I was driving, and then catch them. And when I'd come home, I'd stop and then catch them. Nice. And then if I was going somewhere with my family or whatever, I made them stop. Or I had some friends. They made <laughs> them stop, stop it. too. Yeah, well, the one one friend that I got to see, um, we, we actually went around biking to different places in Cedar Rapids and was catching Pokemon. He came down and got me one day and we went to Iowa City, but I had him stop, but he was playing too, so he didn't care. But yeah, I caught some more Oddishes, which I needed. I didn't catch any Bell Sprouts though. I was disappointed about that. But otherwise, uh, I don't think I caught like anything really cool. I got a few more Gastlies. I got a Coughing and Tauros, a couple of those, but oh, Thing. Nothing I didn't already have, which yeah, was disappointing. Yeah. There's Dratinis around, but I never did find any of those. There's Dratini? Something evolves from, to Dratini, not from... Not no, Dratini's the base. Oh, then what does Dratini evolve into? Dragonair. Uh, oh, yeah, Dratini, yeah, it doesn't have... It's like a, it's like a snake. It's like a little snake, and then it gets really long and slender as Dragonair, and then turns into a stupid like, Sesame Street creature. Yeah, because yeah, I... I have I have stopped playing Pokemon Go yes. for a long time because I just I started playing Pokemon Y like in the last episode and an update the Pokemon I was looking for not in that version. Mm. Um, a lot of the websites I were going to say say said that it was in that cave. I actually went on IGN, which I used to go for a lot of my gamer stuff, and have not recently. But it said no, it's just it, it's an X. And I'm like, oh well, shit. Yeah. So I played an extra, I played an extra, you know, hour and a half just running around that cave while we were recording to no avail. Yeah. But it's okay. I, I have, I have since beaten the story mm. and the Elite Four did all that. I used Mewtwo because I, I, I didn't want to use Mewtwo because I, 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 thanks to the Pokemon bank, I was able to save him from my previous playthrough. And when I brought him over, I didn't. I gave myself the constraint that I can't use him because he's at level 70. I can't use him until another one of my Pokemon is level 70. Uh-huh. Because then then it's fair. Because then it's like, yeah, I have other Pokemon level 70. Like, he's just another one of my guys. Uh, that left, like, I don't know, six fights for him to fight in? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I know there's I know there's places... I will, I'm, I'm sure there's places to keep on leveling after you beat the actual game. I hope so. Like... There's like the Pokemon, the Battle Plateau or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't beaten this one, so I don't know. Oh, you don't know. You haven't beaten. This. You yeah. haven't beaten X. It has. It has a very tear jerking moment at the end. Because uh, have you played enough to hear like the legend of like the the king who during the war built the ultimate weapon to bring his Pokemon back to life who died? Uh, I think so, but it's been so long since I played it. Mm. So what happened? So, but I think I—I I mean, I've been watching theories and stuff. I watched the the multiverse theory, and I think they talked about 
that may be in it. Well, because like the the king is, I forget he becomes immortal. I forget how, probably by building the, this weapon. But basically, it absorbs. I, I think it's like it absorbs life. And basically, so his Pokemon dies if you're in a battle or somehow an attack, and to revive it, it he basically takes the life force of a shitload of other Pokemon, and it comes back to life. And it, and uh, the king also gets immortality, as does the Pokemon. But then the Pokemon realizes that like what happened to bring it back to life, and it leaves. So the king like like wanders around for like three thousand years, and that's when the story of X and Y is taking place. Mm. So at the end, or because Lissandre, who's the villain of, who's the head of Team Flare, finds the weapon, tries to use the weapon, you stop it, because um, he. he Lissandra actually cap- has captured the king who is dressed like... He's literally like 12 feet tall and he's dressed like a hobo and Lissandra captured him because he knows who he is. But then after you beat the Elite Four and there was a big parade and the king shows up and you battle him and then he's like, now I know what it's like to, to value friendship with Pokemon or whatever. And then all of a sudden his Pokemon comes back and he's like, oh my god. And I'm like, this is so heartwarming. Oh my god. This is a dumb game and I'm like feeling a lot like strong emotions because I want Pokemon to exist. <laughs> but they would totally and immediately be used for weapons. Yeah. When you have these little animals that can literally shoot electricity out or, you know, shoot barbs or just destroy somebody in one way or the other. Um, but it would be so cool if they existed. Um, so yeah, like I, so I beat it and now I'm like, alright, I guess I'll wait for Sun and Moon now. I'm interested about it. And then I also looked up a bunch of like terrifying, like 10 Pokemon who were terrifying based on what they're based off of. And one of them was it was Executor. Yeah. Because it's based off like a, a tree that has the faces of humans mm-hmm. who laugh face? or something like all the time. Well, I think doesn't, doesn't it take like the souls of people and that's what makes the, the face... Well, but there's a, there's a couple iterations because it's like like uh, there's like a Chinese version. There's uh, there's a couple. I, know, di- I only know the Japanese. Yeah, version. there's a couple different ones. Like cause there's, there's some that start off just as a head and then eventually grow a full body. Mm-hmm. There's some that just stay ahead and are always smiling, which is what um, the executor is based off of because all the heads are smiling. And there's another one that it's like baby face mm. instead. It's like, man, this is... And there's a lot of Pokemon who are based on, like, demons and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, they put the in, as I was telling you earlier, the, the buddy system for Pokemon Go, where you can pick any anyone you want and have it walk with you, and you walk certain distances depending on the type of it is. Because um, they have, like, the 3-kilometer, 5-kilometer, mm. 10-kilometers, I think, is how it's set up. You walk that much, and then you get candy just for walking, so you don't have to catch multiples of them. So I have my Bulbasaur right now. Well, actually, my main one, I have, a, I have an Ivysaur, but I have another Bulbasaur, and I have that walking with me so I can get the candy. That's cool. Should definitely speed things up a little bit. Oh, uh, a little bit. I only get one candy per three kilometers, so... Well, you walk a lot. Around. Yeah, sometimes. Actually, when I went back home, too, I can show you later, but I have little keychain Pokeballs, and they open up, and it has a Pokemon inside, and I this have... in the game? No, this is what I... Like, I went home. Oh, got, okay. At least. I wanted to go through all my stuff, but I couldn't get it in my closet, and I think the other stuff that's downstairs that I didn't even want to try and get to. But yeah, they're little keychain Pokeballs, and you open up, and I have little Pokemon inside. Nice. I got an Ivysaur, a Mewtwo, and a Mew one. Brought those. That's and then cool. I got found a Bulbasaur pencil sharpener, too. <laughs> nice. You sharpen it and it's bulb. <laughs> uh, then you take the bulb out to empty it. Um, but actually, when I went on the plane right out, because I had to overshoot, I had to go to St. Paul first and then had a layover. I've been to that airport. 
And then I liked it. And then Minneapolis St. Paul is a great airport. I leveled up on there because they had Pokestops in the gym that I took over. Cool. Because my goal is to hopefully make it to 25 before I got to Iowa, and it just didn't happen because I wasn't walking. Right. But because of the Pokestops, I was able to hit 25. There you go. Um, I didn't read it while I was in the airport, but on the two plane rides, so it was about, in total, it was about four and a half to five hours, but I read all of straight straight to cover to cover of Ready Player One. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. How was it? Don't I worry. loved it. Nice. It was great. Um, I have um, I like listening to books on tape, and that's definitely one that I want to try out because I've read a lot of stories. Like like a lot of the books I've read or listened to are have been really great. I don't know if you've ever listened to a Star Wars audiobook, but nope. the production value is amazing. It's like there's music, there's sound effects, the voice actors, the voice actor does a really good job, like in differentiating differentiating voices. Mm and it's just like like when it's describing the battle it's like like if it's a lightsaber battle or whatever like you know of course they have like the lightsaber sounds going on like crazy it's awesome um like when they if like like when i'm reading or i'm listening to fatal alliance it's based in the old republic setting uh -huh. and there's a mandalorian and it's like they actually have like his voice coming through like a speaker kind of thing like uh -huh. it sounds like he's like it, they they do their research so you enjoyed ready player one yeah um i did feel like the the last bit of it was a little rushed. Is there I mean, a sequel or? No. Not yet. Does it end? Like, yes. in a way that there could be a sequel? I mean, yeah, can, there can always be a sequel right. if somebody wants to but make there's, one. there's or, a clear and cut ending. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's an ending. Um, who knows? I mean, they're making a movie, so maybe if the movie does really well, then maybe they'll be like, hey, look, we can write another one. Cause... Hopefully it won't be like Ender's Game. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Did you see Ender's Game? Uh, the movie. I didn't read the book. Oh, the book is really good. I mean, like, I've read the book a couple times. Um, it was one of the very few books that it's like I I literally couldn't put away, mm. and that's a, that's a very rare thing for me. And it 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 totally nails all the big plot, like all the big stuff. But then I'm just like, there's just a lot of stuff that you miss. Mm. There's a whole thing like between uh, Ender's siblings that are on Earth and what they try to do. Like his sister, like starts affecting like politics, mm -hmm. and she's like Ender's age, but she has a, a she's like an anonymous username. Mm -hmm. But she's like basically she's sparking change through blogs. Yeah, um, but it's having a big effect. Which like this book was written like a long time ago, and to, to say that like you know a young person can affect somebody over the internet. Uh, it can affect big change over the internet. Pretty ahead of its time. Yeah. But um, but Ready Player One is about it's it's like a dystopian future, but people play video games in like a VR setting or all. It, it's one video game, so it's almost like um, Sword Art on, Sword Art Online. How oh. everybody that goes in the game does stuff, but you do everything in there. So there's actually school. When you go to school, you go to school in the game. So it's like oh, it's like why have real. Like, why not just live in the actual... That's what most people do. They just go into the... How does their body, like, live? You have to do stuff. Like IVs and stuff? No, I mean, they don't stay in it that long. Because, um, like, certain people, like, the kids would go to school, and then they'd play for a while, but then I'm sure their parents make them get off at some point. Mm. Um, and it's free to play, so... Well, you, you they just want have to, it to be free. You, you just have to buy the hardware. Yeah, you just pretty much buy the game, and it's free. But there's an evil company that wants to take it and then charge subscriptions and then put ads everywhere and do all that. So that's what the they're fighting against. So, oh, uh, so, so what kind of setting is the game in? Is it just like it's just like a real like a regular everything? World? No, there's uh, everything. You go to different planets and there's oh, different okay. planets. So it's like 
say, like a Star Wars planet or like a Back to the Future planet. And, or, that sounds amazing. So you can go there and there's different quests and things you can do and you can level up your guy, which they do talk about like the levels a little bit. For the most part, though, it doesn't really seem there's a point. To leveling there, up? Yeah, there are some challenges where you go on worlds where it's more difficult and you need to be higher level so you don't die. Right. But throughout the the story, the one the main character is a very low level because he's poor, so he can't go off the planet where the school's not to right. go and level up really. But he gets through everything fine, and I think he levels up as he goes, of course. But it's they don't like emphasize leveling with that, so it's oh. kind of kind of seemed pointless in a way for the leveling stuff. But it did sound cool, like the different worlds and everything. A lot of eighties references. Well, this is a recent book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was... Last year? Two, no, I think it was like 2013. Okay. That's still pretty recent. Yeah. But no, the, the guy that created this virtual world, he dies and in his will, he has this message that he has. But anyway, there's a game. you got to find three keys and three cates, and if you do, then you get the rights to the company. Ah. So... Kind yeah. of similar to Sword Art Online, except in Sword Art Online, it's you have to beat the final boss or else you die. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so then the evil company is trying to, you know, win so they can take it over and charge people and do all that. So yeah, I think the movie will be cool. We'll see. I look forward to seeing that. I'm da- I'll download it, the book. Probably. I checked it out from the library. Well, because I, I, cause in in two days I will be in Mexico, and I have plenty of tokens on Audible just because I forget to use. Do you them. have a library card? No. I was gonna say because they have a um. This app that they're affiliated with, and you can also oh. download books for that that are like checked out. Some of them you can't get because I just thought um, it'd be a kick to say to some people like, "Oh, I read the new Harry Potter book," which I probably I have I've only read the first one, and I just finished watching all the movies. So yeah, right. yeah. they'll make this one a movie, I'm sure. So I'll just see that. But anyway, but, uh, I thought I'd get it, and it said, "Oh, estimated uh, wait to get the book because they only have so many digital copies they can get." It said like 360 days. So I was like, nah, I didn't. So then I actually got this other book called Zeros, which is actually, it was pretty good. I liked it so far. It'd be interesting if they made that into a movie, too. As an audiobook, you said you got it? No. Oh, as an audiobook. Okay. Very good book. Do you listen to audiobooks at all? No. Okay. I've only listened to, like, one. You should listen to World War Z. But me wanting to be a voice actor, I got all the voices in my head that do it for me. Yeah, but... Not, like, crazy voices, to clarify they're not like different. No, I, 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 no, I know. Well, I'm just making sure. But in in the audio version, there is a different actor for every character. Yeah, but I and I, it's, I do that myself. I understand, but it's very well produced. It's 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 that I think was my first audiobook, and I was like, well, I'm only gonna focus on either the great stories or the well produced books because like I, then I got I I listened to uh, The Martian, which is great. I've started this. This series, it doesn't have an actual like series name. It just it's just titled by by each book. So like the book first book is called Stormfront, and it's about this wizard who uh, the time I think is like nineties, early two thousands, something like that. Is he a pinball wizard? No, he's an actual wizard. No. He's a bona fide wizard, but he's also a private investigator. And so people come with him for like uh, if somebody's missing, or if like there basically things that go bump that. It's almost like the Winchesters, but he all, he he helps out the police all the time. He's basically on retainer for the police. Does he have a beard? I don't think so. No, he's clean shaven. Then he's not a wizard. <laughs> his name. Well, what's so funny is that his name is Harry. His name is Harry Dresden. And I just finished the second book on audiobook, and I'm like, oh my god, wait. 
It's a wizard, and his name is Harry. Should have been Larry Planter. Uh, well, he was named after Harry Houdini. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. His, his his father was a was a magician, but it's really good. And um, he has he has a spirit in his. Oh, he he has to use everything that's low tech because his magic interferes with technology. Um, so his in his house, it's like it's very rustic. It's very minimal. But he he has a alchemist lab, and there is a he has a spirit that is it's in a skull. And it basically, it's an ancient spirit from like the 14th century who knows how to make any kind of potion he needs. But he's also like a sex addict. And he, but he can only be released if Harry lets him out. Careful with the term release. Yeah, that's true. Has to free him from this. Like he's, he's in the skull. Uh-huh. And Harry has to let him out. And generally they strike a bargain. It's like, all right, if you help me do this. Like, in the first book, he lets him out for, like, 24 hours. And then in the next book, he's like, he's like, come on, Harry, like, 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 I need to stretch my legs. And he's like, last time I let you out, you started an orgy. And it's like, come on! It's like, those people just wanted to do that stuff anyways. I just, like, let them do it. Those emotions were already there. But yeah, the first one is, is like, a, there's this, there's somebody who is, like, killing people when, like, blowing up their hearts inside their body. The second one is about werewolves, but not just one type of werewolf. Like, there's, like, four types of werewolves in this book. Because they're different kinds. There's So, like, werewolves, what wolves, when wolves. Yeah, who wolves. Yeah. Sometimes lion wolves. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so good. Um, so, yeah, uh, so, like I said, there's no Steeries. Steeries? No series name. But it's by Jim Butcher. The first book is called Stormfront. The second book is called Fool's Moon, but it's spelled F-O-O-L. Spelled how? Fool's Moon. F-O-O, like fool. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's what I thought. There's an F-U-L. Oh, no, it's, no, it's Full Moon, F-O-O-L. Because, okay. not, because, not Fool's Moon. Anyways, that was my book talk. So, besides Pokemon Go, what games have you been playing? Uh, well, I was going to mention Zeros a little bit, because um, I think you should look into that one, too. Um, they they kind of had superpowers. There's different, you know, there's like six kids. Like, the main one, his superpower is he can, he has this other voice that when he wants something, this other voice will make it work out that he usually gets it. This is a game. But he, no, it's a book. It's a book. I, it's the second book I read. Oh, that okay. I started, that I mentioned, and then you start talking about I went on a tangent, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. But he can't control what the voice says, and the voice knows things that he doesn't know. So he could go, say he wants, you know, a free burger. He could go to the restaurant, and he'd let the voice, and the voice would probably be like, oh, hey, Jerry, um... You know, Randy told me that I was supposed to get, you know, a burger for him. And, and those people actually work in the place. And they'll know, like, oh, say, like, Randy might be a regular customer that comes mm-hmm. in and somebody picks up his food for him always or whatever, so the guy would give him that. But the kid doesn't know any of these facts, so it gets him into trouble a lot, and that's actually what starts the story. But then there's another kid that um, is basically invisible to people. He can cut off ties with them. So, like, if you look at him, like, you notice him for a second, he can cut that tie, and then you just be like, oh, I don't don't remember what I was looking at. And nobody can really remember what he looks like. Everybody's power, but the, the voice one gets stronger the more people there are. So there's one... What? Like the more people there are around? Yeah. The more people who are have powers? No, just anybody. Oh. The more people that are around them works better. The voice one only really works one-on-one, uh, but the other ones work better. So, like, if the, the one kid that can get unnoticed by people, if he's in a huge crowd, like, nobody will notice him. He lives in a hotel up in the penthouse, mm. and he just... He got all, like, the key card data from people because he'd just look over their shoulders and stuff, and he watches for when people actually rent the room because when they do, he leaves, mm-hmm. so it's open. So basically, as free rent, 
then there's another girl, she's actually blind, and she can look through other people's eyes oh, okay. and see what they see. So, like, in a crowd, she can jump from person to person's viewpoint until she finds what she's looking for. That's cool. Uh, there's another one that can, like, crash electronics. Hmm. She destroys stuff. To be honest, if I had that power, I would mess up a lot of ATM. <laughs> I would be kind of a villain with mm. that. Be like, uh, do you ever watch Heroes? Yeah, I watched Heroes. You remember the little kid who could talk to electronics and he does that? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I totally do that. Well, it's kind of like that, but she, <coughs> she couldn't make them do what she wanted. She could just, just break, break them. them. Yeah. yeah. So she could, but she could break like certain parts of things too if she wanted to. Right. Um, but yeah, so like the ATM, it probably just break. It probably wouldn't give out any money. I would figure, I would figure out a way. <laughs> Um, this money is insured. <laughs> they have cameras on all of them, so... Yeah, I would break the camera. Well, there you go. You break the camera, and then you just take the baseball bat to the ATM, and then take well, the I mean, So that's what you're going to do. That's why, like, like the little kid in Heroes had the best power, because he, he, would, he would ask the machines to give him, like, to give him stuff, and probably to hide him, and they yeah. would. It was like a relationship. Was, yeah. That's pretty cool. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm almost done with it, yeah. And that one, I think, just came out last year. So, have you been playing any other games besides Pokemon? No, because when I went back home, I didn't have anything. I mean, I was still playing my Simpsons Tapped Out and One Piece. They have a new island that I can go to now uh, and One Piece, and then it's future stuff in Simpsons right now. Cool. So Stephen Hawking's there, and nice. then there's a robo Stephen Hawking's, That's and he's funny. evil. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been playing those, but no, I mean, I just got back yesterday. I almost thought about playing some Tomb Raider, but... Oh, yeah, you've been working on that one. Yeah, I'm almost done. That game was fun. The story was a little familiar. I mean, well, I mean, like, people will say it was, like, a terrible story, but I'm just like, it's a Tomb Raider game. It's more of the... Inve- it's like... Uh, it's the second it, one you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I do think it's funny that, like, even in the first game, she goes from, like, Survivor to, like... By the end of the game, she's killed, like, over 200 guys. Yeah. Pretty easily. And she's not traumatized by that at all. Oh, no. <laughs> like, the first guy she kills is a, is is great. Let me, like, I mean, like, as far as the, uh, like, you, you feel the tension, uh, you know, you feel the, you feel her inexperience, like, what, like, but you know what she becomes. But yeah, after the first kill, she's like, all right, I can do this. She's like, she's ready. So, I don't know if she just has a strong spirit, which I know she does, but just, like, I, I feel like you should talk to somebody. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're able to, same thing with like with um, with Nathan Drake. Yeah, it's like he's killed hundreds, maybe thousands of people. Granted, they're all bad guys, but they're still all people. They're all trying to kill you, but still, and they're both they're both terrible archaeologists. Well, Laura, at least when you're going around, you find the artifacts, and then she does say like, "Oh, this is a coin from mid-century." Yeah. She knows everything. Africa. Well, so something. does Nathan Drake. It's like when you go into a room, he's like, "Oh, let me look at my journal." It's, oh, this is from this, 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 this. Which one was your favorite Nathan Drake um, game? Uh, Did you play the fourth one? I only played the first one. You have only played the first one. That's yeah. a great one. <clears throat> if you talk to most people, I think they would. Say the second one is the best one. That's because it has a really good amount of story, a great story, and good set pieces. The third one, the story's kind of meh, but the set pieces are freaking amazing. The fourth one is actually, it's a little bit more mild. There's still plenty of killing and a lot of explosions, and it looks amazing. But it's like they're, the set pieces, less. It's like overall the game is like, that was amazing. But then it's kind of hard to like pick that one moment that was like the most amazing. Mm. Um, have you ever played the Bioshock series? Uh, did I beat the first one? I've only played the first one, but I don't remember if I beat it or not. Okay. Because the, uh, the Bioshock collection has just came out, 
And it's one, two, and infinite. Two is, a, oh, sorry, one is amazing, and then kind of the, it has, like, kind of a lame boss fight at the end. Mm. It's like, okay, just, I mean, it, I don't know what else it could have been. It's like, I don't, I don't know how to fix it. They did what they could. The second one is you actually play as a big daddy. Mm-hmm. You actually play as the first big daddy. So you look very different from all the rest of them. You're more mobile. But you get to use the drill, the Gatling gun. Um, you get to, like, the weapon, uh, the story's actually pretty pretty good. And then I think I think Infinite has the best story, just because it has really cool characters plus time travel or an interdimensional travel. It really um, kind of it's like fucks with your mind. You're like oh my god, especially at the end because it's like there is there is one thing and like because you've seen probably gameplay videos or something that like you probably know some about Infinite. So like Elizabeth can like open terrors in space and time. There's one point in the game towards the end where all of a sudden she basically becomes all knowing. But it's like switch i'm like oh man it's like i kind of wish it's like you you got the power you got more power but then you're still learning how to use it but it's like she gets gets power up oh this is how all this works i'm like i would have liked to make that journey with you and figuring that out but maybe there's they were crunch for time or whatever but uh, like it was still a great game otherwise it was really fun it's very racist but it's fun to shoot the racist people it's like what uh what year does it take place probably 1911 12 something like that when you're when you have this skyhook thing and you're riding in all the rails, it's pretty fun. I definitely recommend it. So if since you've only played the first one, I would, I, don't know, I would recommend getting the collection. But well, saying originally, I, I think I borrowed the first one because I don't own it, and then um, I was gonna buy them. Yeah, I don't think I finished the first one. I think I borrowed it and then I had I gave it back because I was taking a while with it, and I just didn't want to keep it forever. Um, so then I was going to buy the second one, and then the third one came out, and then it's one of those series, just like other ones where they just kept adding on, and well, other games come out, and so then I play other things. And the third game, you you don't have to have played them. No, the but I'd game. like to. It's like the only thing that's similar is the gameplay. Well, they make references, though. Well, I mean, because it's the parallel universe. Spoiler. <laughs> mm. At one point, when she becomes all present, like because she can all of a sudden access the other dimensions, she actually takes you back to Rapture for a split second. Mm. But it's pretty great because, like, she says, like, there's always a man, there's always a lighthouse, and there's always a city. You see, like, other iterations of them walking. Like, yeah, the last like twenty minutes, you're like, what the hell is going on? Mm. And there was also some DLC. Um, it's called Burial at Sea, where you actually play as Elizabeth. Well, the first part you play as Booker, but it's a different Booker. It's a different Elizabeth. And then you, then the second episode you play as Elizabeth. And like she can, since she's weaker, she can only use like stealth weapons and stuff like that. So you do a lot of sneaking around. But it's still pretty tense with like the big daddies and everything. Because you, you know, in in Bioshock One, you you basically use all your explosive heavy weapons, and now you have weapons that don't do shit against the big daddies. So you have to be very careful. But it's very fun. I, I definitely I love the uh, Bioshock series. I think that they make some great movies too. Yeah, I think that weren't they talking about at the one point? They talk about they they've been talking about a Nathan Drake movie for a long time. The movie games that are, people are tentative about have been burned many times. I think the most successful games movie series is Resident Evil. Yeah, and it's it's very loosely based on Resident Evil. The second yeah. movie is almost spot on. Closer, but it's, I mean, it's, it's not, the closest it's they got. Not the characters. Well, no, it's Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine is like a spinning image of her. In the well, game. they got her in it, but it's not about her. No, it's about Alice. Alice. Yeah, I, I I wish I want to see a regular movie, but I mean Assassin's Creed. That looks awesome. great. We'll see. What I they love do with Michael that. Fassbender. We'll see what happens with that. And if that does well, then. Maybe they'll be more on board to making. And that animus looks pretty cool. Like, it makes sense. Because, because like, De- is it, wait, is he playing Desmond? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. 
because it's like this anime anime this animus makes more sense in that like uh he's physically doing all the actions that all I, i'm assuming that's all to here but we don't know for sure that he's doing he's doing all the actions in real life as he's remembering in the animus whereas in the game you kind of just sit in the machine this one you actually like, jump all around and stuff like that because but then Desmond eventually gets the same skills Altair did. But yeah, I'm 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 excited to see where it goes cuz I love I love the Assassin's Creed series but then it's like each game kind of kind of care less and less about like the the the, the current storyline. That's cuz they went to shit with. Well, and then they killed Desmond like after the third or fourth game. Even before that, they they went to crap with Desmond's because in the first one I was interested in it and then I think then the second one I was still interested but then it was the spin-off ones where it just got less and less mm-hmm. didn't care then i think to be honest like i mean well it makes sense games generally get better over time because the game mechanics get better so it's like i really enjoyed syndicate i like playing as evie more than i did uh jacob she tend to look cooler than, like they both use the same weapons but she just there's there's fight clubs and just to, like see her destroy these gigantic guys was awesome she's killing people like breaking their arms and shoving them into like their backs and everything like that it's nuts but yeah but then like I, I couldn't tell you really. I, I can vaguely remember what's happening in the like in the real world, and just remembering the the Jacob and Evie story. But then, in, um, what about Deus Ex? You ever played the those series? No, you've asked on this on this podcast, Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay, pretty sure. Because I beat Human Ro- No, sorry, I beat Mankind Divided. Did I, talk, did I talk about me beating it last time? Maybe I don't remember. Okay, I'll talk about it anyway. So at the end of the game you're you're faced with saving these politicians who could uh change a law and will end up helping augmented people or you can save a bunch of apartment buildings from being blown up by the main bad guy and it's like you have to choose one of the things i generally do in rpgs is i either invest in stealth or i invest in charisma anything that can like get me out of a situation so i ran so uh you can be you can go stealth and 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 DSX. And so I literally just went stealth and I ran past about 15 bad guys I was supposed to fight. And I told them not uh, it was poison champagne. So I'm like, do not drink the champagne. Spoilers, by the way. This is, a, this is the end. This is what it all comes down to. And then I was like, huh, I made it for this far. I might as well try to stop the other guy. So I ran all the way back and stopped him. The fight took like, I don't know, 45 seconds. And I managed to... Uh, I went mostly non, non-lethal in the game. There were, there were a couple locations where I'm just like, these are all bad guys. Like I don't, I don't mind killing these guys. But then, for like the most part, it was not lethal. But I wanted to actually make sure that this bad guy was brought to justice, and so I went non-lethal with him. But yeah, it was like I ended up saving everybody, and I got a cool achievement. And it was like, you know what? That wasn't bad. It the game definitely felt a lot like its predecessor, and I hope they change more in the next game. But I really enjoyed playing this one, and I would recommend it, even if it's like your first time playing. Yeah, so when I hung out with one of my friends back home, he took me to this place called The Quarter Barrel. Mm-hmm. They had old arcade games, so I played nice. some Burger Time and some Pac-Man. Burger t- was Burger Time an arcade game? I had Burger Time on my Game Boy. That was the only version of Burger Time that I knew. I mean, it make to- you, makes total you sense. You climb the ladders. Yeah, and build you, the... you build the burgers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Arcade game. God, that game was hard. Yeah, I didn't. I only played one token's worth of it, and mm-hmm. I didn't. You got over it? Too well. No, I just said uh, there's other stuff to do, and we'd, we'd put in quite a few tokens in the Turtles arcade game. We played that first. I, I, that game friend. was so amazing. It was good. I like Turtles in Time on the Super Nintendo. Everyone loves Turtles in Time. There's dinosaur planets. Mm, yeah, so I did some of that, and then I did play one pinball, but um, 
they had Batman Forever and Simpsons pinned on. I would have played either of those, but both of them were. Oh, they were both out? Both That's lame. They still had five other pinball machines, so I'm what, sure they probably did you play all of them? No, I only played one pinball game. What, what pinball game did you play? Some fishing pinball thing. <laughs> out other, of the five, the, you chose the fishing well, one? the other ones were all, like, generic stuff. Oh, so. okay. Well, the, the fishing one was right next to the Simpsons one, and that's why I chose it, because I went close to look to make sure it was out of order, because there was, you know, just a paper on it. Right. So I just went to the next one over, which was the fishing one. I miss arcades, man. I used to, there used to be a local one in, in our mall called Aladdin's Castle, like back in the day. They were around because we had an Aladdin's Castle somewhere, too. Okay, so I guess it was, I, I didn't know must it was a chain. Must have been. Cause, yeah, because I still remember because the tokens had a, a lamp on yeah. the imprint and said Aladdin, yeah. Um, yeah, they were just, I mean, like, they still exist, but it's it's definitely more token, not token, ticket-based. My friends and I like to find the the timing-based ones, like, generally we have to, like, drop a ball into something. Mm-hmm. And we, if we find, you, you, you generally just find the one that pays out for the least amount of money, and we just stick with that one, and kind of, we exploit it, and we generally end up with a shitload of tickets. If you can watch, supposedly, if you watch the claw machine and watch how many people it takes to be a winner and then you wait for another cycle of people to play it and be losers and you go on and to whatever number it is oh so yeah, that like, makes sense so like it, it, only, it actually every, only holds on every certain amount of number so like every 12 times or something that it pays out so then once you figure that out then you just watch and wait for the people to play it enough times that you can go and win i didn't i never thought that that's how well i think so i don't know if they all do but i think some of them do that i think probably the older ones i think it just paid out that many times 12 because i'm sure it didn't have this like sure no the program is probably just a random chance out of so many right because i think you know it has to pay out every so often it's technically illegal right yeah it's like uh dave and buster's we 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 would clean out we clean the place out like I got got like the Walking Dead Monopoly we got like the big prizes yeah um we got a couple like Mario based board games I got a martini ma- uh, shaker thing martinis but whatever yeah. <laughs> it it makes the drink cold when you put ice in it yeah <laughs> but yeah it was just it was a lot of I remember doing that kind of recently like about a year ago how much money did you put in though uh basically everyone spends like 30 bucks so it's like for but for arcade like that's not a lot of money to if actually you, to actually be playing a game board game i mean that's about 30 bucks i mean you get your money back at least yeah i mean because it's like you you don't you don't play games i like playing video games there also like too so that a lot of my money goes towards that my friend really likes all the uh the timing based games and he usually gets most of the jackpots there was actually there, there's uh there's a simpsons game where it's like you, you you put the coin in and then it rolls. Yeah, the ramp. Yeah, the yeah. ramp. And like there was there is another local arcade game. I mean, arcade called Mulligans. Yeah, I've been there. And the I can get the jackpot basically at every dollar. Yeah. And it resets like two hundred fifty tickets every single time. So I just stayed there the whole time. And I just did it. I'm like, yeah, you, you just go. get W I N W I N W I N, and then you get the jackpot every every third time. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, and then I, but then I look over and I'm like, I don't want any of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. It's like it, it's it's the journey. <laughs> yeah, I actually Dave and Buster's. They've had it a couple times. One one time I couldn't go because I had to work. I couldn't get anybody to skip, uh, cover me when I was working at the AMC movie theater. Um, but I, another time I did go, but um, got I don't remember. I don't remember if you actually had to pay anything or not, but basically you got unlimited non-ticket awarding games that you could oh, play sweet. Like all day. I, did I would do just that be there once. forever. I did that. Yeah, I, mean, I would actually. You would actually beat games. 
You could, yeah, if you wanted to. Because I remember I played a bunch of different ones. I did the Batman card driving game. Right. I did some other things, too. But I don't I don't really remember what I played. I think it did, like, a Time Crisis or something. But I love Time Crisis. I used to have the... I bought... I think it was our original PlayStation. But it has the light, it had the light gun and everything yeah. like that. And it was it was awesome. I miss I miss light gun games, like, for home and stuff like that. Yeah. Because well, I guess it doesn't really work on um, LCD, LCD TVs. Well, it just depends. Because, like, I had the um, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. The mm. Wii and that just used the lots of motion sensor, yeah. yeah. But I played those; those are fun. I like those. I remember I had a um, like a, a gun adapter, so it would work better. Feel mm. more natural than just using a stick remote. But yeah, like uh, oh god, I had two. House of the Dead. No, yeah, House of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carnival. Did you? Carnival was awesome. Yeah. I love the ending. Where there was he... two different versions. One that was the more kid-friendly version. Oh really? Because there was one level where the boss was um, a giant like dead baby thing. Yeah. And the more kid friends. It's like one of the final. That was a teddy bear. Oh, that was like one of the final bosses. Yeah. Well, I guess you can choose. You can choose. But it's like, I remember the ending of that game is like, it's it's, the guy wakes up back up in the graveyard because he's made it back. And then they're like one of, because I guess there's girls in the game that you rescue. And so there's a girl who came out with him, and he just picks up the token and puts it back in the grave. And she's like, no, what are you doing? And then it starts all over again. (laughs) It's like, really? That's what I, that's what I spent like. Oh, I spent like ten dollars, but yeah, it was still I don't fun. Think I ever beat it. And I did the um, the rapid fire technique where you just do that. Yeah, um, it's a lot easier when you don't have to. Like time crisis, you can do it, but like uh, get the pedal to reload. Yeah. The games you, where you just the shoot off screen to reload, it was easier. But, uh, but I do like the pedal because then if you need to take a couple seconds, you just yeah. hide behind it. Did you? Do you ever watch uh, Freddy Wong videos? I've seen some. I was background on one of them. You were? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Have I talked to, we talked about this before? Uh, I don't know. It was, um, he was on a date and. How, how long ago was this? Oh, I don't know. Two, three years. Okay. But yeah, the date's not going well. So then he like hits the ejector button and like a parachute opens up and he goes flying out the window or something. That's cool. But yeah, I did background for that. Um, I have a friend who. It was Rocket Jump. Yeah, it's still yeah. Rocket Jump. Um, I have a friend named, well, yeah, I have a friend named right now. It's like. He's my friend. I just haven't talked to him in a couple of years, <laughs> but um, he's you know my friend my friend Scott, the filmmaker. Yeah, um, I know he, him. Yes, they um, they worked together a lot. Oh, okay. or they did. And uh, anyways, Darnell became an intern. He became an intern. Now he's in like most of the videos. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's like I know that guy. Uh, at one, a few years ago, oh maybe longer. No, it was like five or six years ago. He had the Murphy Awards. His name is Darnell Murphy. Uh-huh. And I won uh, Mama's Boy of the Year, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I'm a total Mama's Boy, and I don't, I'm not ashamed of it." Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's, it's really cool to see people that you like know and like we're friends with, and they're on, they're a part of like something you're a big fan of. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he was there when I was there. Maybe it's possible. <laughs> Handsome black man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't know specifically. Mm-hmm. It could have been right before. But anyways, like, they made a Time Crisis episode with the, his name is Andrew something. He was the original Spartacus, the one who died of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. But at one point in time, like, they're fighting a boss, and they both do the, the rapid-fire technique. It was awesome. Because you're like, you know, if you play, if you play Time Crisis, you've done that. And so it was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. To actually see it, like, work, well, not, I guess, kind of work in real life. Yeah. Their special effects are great. Yeah, I'm very good at that. All right, so are they, uh... New movies that you're looking forward to? Um, pretty much, I think just uh, Doctor Strange. Really? Because that one? I think so. 
thought you wanted to see Kubo and the Two Strings. Well, that's already out. Oh, coming out like later. Okay. I mean, I do want to see that, but I probably won't get in the theater to it. I, that was a movie I was supposed to go. Okay, here. I'll tell you about. Uh, so we were, I wanted to go to that one, but the timing didn't work out because I had karate class later. Because I usually try and take my brother to a movie mm. when I'm back. So then uh, the choices kind of were then mechanic, the whatever, the newer one. Or, Resurrection. Yeah, or Morgan. And so I was like, well, I didn't see the other mechanics. So not that it would really matter, but I was like, well, I'll see. It's way better. I was like, well, let's go to Morgan because I haven't seen the mechanic stuff. So we'll do that one. And it's going to be a pretty much cookie cutter kind of story you can mm. tell from the trailer but the timing was just better for don't breathe and i didn't want to see that my brother did and it just i thought it looked stupid and i read stuff about it and it just sounded stupid so i, I want to see that movie it was stupid it was stupid it was why was it stupid? stupid so the first part of the movie spoilers was okay. by the way the first part of the movie was fine because the guy's a, a blind vet right so like there's one part where there's three kids that try and rob him one's a stupid kid you don't care he dies yeah. Um, and then the other two you kind of care about. One's like a good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, good then, kid, bad situation. Yeah, pretty much. And then the other girl, she's good because she's trying to get money to rescue her sister and move, move away from the mom because the mom's like trash. It's like doing like, a bad thing for a good reason. Dating like druggies and stuff like that. So, um, But anyway, the, the, the crappy kid ends up bringing a gun. Mm-hmm. And the nice one's like freaking out because like, you know, if you brought a gun, we can actually, you know, do time if we get caught before, you know, we can get off maybe easier because mm. we don't have any Because then it's premeditated. Yeah, well, in case somebody gets shot or something, too. Um, right, that's true. Well, I think because with the gun, it actually becomes a felony or something, then. But you can break and enter. Is it breaking and entering your felony? Uh, I don't know, but then I think because they're kids, they, they could, you know, chalk it up to just being stupid kids or something. But with the gun, I think automatically, mm. then it just makes it worse. But anyway, I don't know. About the lot of stuff, but so the the vet gets the gun away, and it's like, yeah, fair, you know, I'm fine with that because he knows how to deal with guns. But the last, since you're gonna, you want to see it, I can't say what happens. But the last, I don't know, fourth of the movie, it just goes crazy. It, it gets like psychotic or like otherworldly. It's just no, not otherworldly. It's just <sighs> stupid. Okay. Because they well they they don't set up something for the for the old man and. They don't set up something? Yeah, just kind of all of a sudden it's like, oh, he was doing this. Mm. Okay, so then the biggest thing that bothered me, and I actually read about it before, which is what really turned me off for it. So, so um, you, don't, you don't do that for movies. So, like, he hears sounds and things. And, right, he's blind, so yeah. naturally he's a superhuman. But he, well, it's not like super, super good hearing, which is what I thought I had read, that it was super human hearing, and it's not. It's just he's used to using his ears. Mm. But... At the end, the alarm for the house gets set off, and he starts freaking out like it's the loudest, most horrible sound there is, and it's not that loud, at least how they're representing it, that you are hearing I hear it. Hearing. And he's like got his hands on his ears, and he's like spazzing and everything. And my biggest problem with it, which I was talking to somebody who knows some stuff about it, which you might maybe actually know too, but throughout the movie, he's firing the gun, and it doesn't bother his hearing at all. Which it that the, does. the kids it was, but no, 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 no. I'm saying it's like firing a gun is loud. No, I'm t- I'm saying it doesn't affect him, but affects the kids. Yeah, so if they're so, covering their ears. Yeah, and he's fine. Yeah, and no. like when they're nearby, the gunshot, you know, it's ringing for them and um, all that. But then I was talking to actually my karate teacher because he was in um, the navy, I believe. Mm. But um, he was saying, well, if he is a war vet, probably he's probably he, used to it, and he probably lost that 
tone. Yeah, you can. So uh, really... When you when you hear that ringing in your ears, that means that means that those those ear cells are dying, and you can't hear that frequency. Yeah, so anymore. he might have lost, the, which is fair enough. But like, it's still even after hearing that after the fact, mm-hmm. the way he reacted to the, to the alarm was over way, way over the top. They they would have needed it to be like super loud, but it's like a regular house alarm where yeah. it's kind of loud, but you just you can talk. It's almost about... like it's like a like a smoke like a loud smoke alarm. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he shouldn't have been freaking out like that. But oh, I, when you see it, then I can talk to you about the ending of it because it's just. Did I talk to you about the movie Hush? Uh, you mentioned you saw it. It's on my list to, to watch. Uh, oh, you got the yeah, podcast? I don't remember if you did it on. The podcast. Okay, it's on Netflix. It's kind of the opposite thing. Yeah. Where it's a deaf woman, and she lives out in the middle of nowhere, and there's this... Her friend comes over to visit, and she leaves, and then... Because this, this deaf woman is a writer. And um, she's, like, after her friend leaves, she she cleans up, and... Like, they have dinner. And they... She's, like, sitting on her couch, like, just typing, and trying to write. And then her friend, like, runs up to one of the doors and starts pounding on it, but she's not looking. And she's, like, bloodied, and then all of a sudden she gets shot by an arrow. And there's a guy walking up with a crossbow, and he has just a simple white mask on. And basically, like, she's oblivious to it for a while, but eventually she has to... She realizes what's happening, and she has to fight him off. And it's, like, it's a very tense movie that's... It's, like, very cat and mouse, but it's, like, she's a very strong woman, and she's... She kicks a lot of ass, and, like, there's a lot of close calls, and it's it's a really good movie. Like, for me, on Netflix, I saw it for a long time, and I'm like... Uh, but I, I was so happy when I watched them. Like, this is actually a really good movie. Mm. Like, occasionally you find these small movies because there's there's four characters in the entire in the entire movie, and it's a one location. And but it's a very tense movie. Yeah, it's really good. But there, but there's one one part where the because uh, she has a alar- an alarm too, and it's super loud mm. because she can feel the vibrations, mm. and it, it 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 plays a part in the movie as well. So when you set alarms, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like the opposite. Mm. Where she can see it, she just can't hear it. Because yeah. there's, there's a loud flash. I mean, loud flash. There's a bright flash thing light to go with it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure... Um, I don't know if that'll have a sequel, but I'm pretty sure Don't Breathe will have a sequel. Yeah. And it's not going to make much sense to have a sequel, but I, they're going to do it. Because they left it open that they could. Mm. Did you ever see the movie um, The Guest? Yeah, that was with um, Jason Bateman, right? No, wait. I think I'm thinking of a different movie. Maybe it's called. I think that movie is called. That that movie is called The Guest. I'm thinking of another movie. Uh, shoot. It's about this. It's about like this. This war vet comes to this family. I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, and he he's like a friend of the family. Like, yeah. but he, it turns out he's a he's a psycho. It, it turns into like a '80s kind of monster movie. Like, where literally he's seriously wounded and shot or stabbed, and he like walks away you're like what how is this happening oh that's gonna bug me i think it's the guest yeah so it is called the guest where the guy kind of shows up and he's uh he says he's like a friend of of their son who is in the military with him they were in special forces turns out to be like he tries to like like he's like begins to help out the kids with their problems like the son is being bullied at school and i forget what the girl's problem was she's like an older sister i think she's just a slutty character mm. like goes out and stuff and he it, it, like he looks like he's gonna like like he's gonna help them and all of a sudden he just starts killing people it's really it's 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 pretty intense uh, the movie i was talking about i guess was the gift the gift not the goft the gift yeah with jason bateman yeah i like that it was pretty good i have not seen this movie oh it has the guy who plays um he plays in the warrior or warrior with um he's him and oh god who was the actor who was 
Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's him and Tom Hardy are brothers. Um, Tom Hardy's character is like very stubborn and prideful and like thinks that everyone's abandoning him, abandoned him and gets his and the and the other brother has like a family, but they're both MMA fighters and they the whole the movie it's like they end up fighting each other for the prize because they both need it and they both want it. So it's like who do you root for? But Tom Hardy is gigantic in this movie. Yeah. Like he's in my opinion he's bigger than like he's bigger than he was as Bane. Or he's definitely in better shape than in this movie than he was as Bane. Like I feel like Bane he was a little bit he's he was very boxy. Which I guess Bane would be, but I'm like he was just he seemed a little almost too big. But it, which is it's Bane, so <laughs> it kind of makes sense. But yeah, he, I don't know. Okay, so I want to talk about one movie that I'm excited for, and that is The Magnificent Seven. I have not seen any. Uh, apparently, the original is not the original, but that was also a remake of the original. Um, but this new, this one coming out with Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, um, Chris Pratt, all of them. It just it looks a lot of fun, like a lot of fun, a lot of gunplay. I'm a big fan of like uh, of Western gunplay. Because, you know, you have these rudimentary guns, but they still kick a lot of ass. I'm very excited for it. I'm very yeah. to see how it does. I love Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. I think the, I think they'll have some pretty good chemistry together. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not dying to see it, but I might rent it or something. I, to me, I mean, I go to the movies a lot more than you do. Yeah. It definitely looks like a popcorn movie to me, uh, which I'm excited for. It just It's funny that it's coming, like, after summer. Which is, I mean, it's fine. Like, because this, this summer for movies kind of sucked. There wasn't really a lot to do. I I liked Ghostbusters, but I'm kind of sad that it's not going to get a sequel anymore. I still I haven't seen it yet. I give up. You, you give up? What? I said I got to rent that. Oh, I said I gave I gave up. I'm oh, like, I what? <laughs> Probably wait until one of the libraries has it or something. And then I'll... I th- yeah, I thought I thought the movie was fine. Like a lot of people, maybe a lot of people are pushing down the fact that Ghostbusters two wasn't a good movie, but it's still had their favorites in it. I gotta wait till I see it to have an opinion on it. All right, well. That'll do it for us here at the Cave Controller. I will be in Mexico for the next 10... Uh, in two days, I'll be gone for the next 10 days. So for the next 12 days, I won't be here. So we're probably not going to have an episode next week. Um, maybe we will. We don't know. Jordan might have a little special episode for it. But I'm not going to hold him to it if he doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I might. I will, we'll see. I mean, I, the next Batman chapter comes out. So oh, so it might be perfect. You that. can totally talk about that. Well, we'll see if I can get another friend down or something, too. If I can get somebody else to talk, then... It, might talk about something different. Yeah, because I'll be very behind. You'll actually be ahead of me in a game. <laughs> well, technically, I was ahead of you. For Besides the first Pokemon chapter, Go, for the first chapter. Oh, well, yeah, but still, like you're gonna be like a full week ahead of me. Yeah, I mean, but that one, when you can catch up, and I can't get like keep progressing faster than you, so it's not like a big achievement or anything. It's like the asshole who cuts you off, but then you end up at the same stoplight. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I get. I look at. I just shake my head. It's like all you did was waste gas. I shake my head at them all the time. Yeah. Anyways, so I've been Michael Gugliardo. And I'm Jordan Graham. And this has been the Cape Controller. Uh, have a good week, guys. Outro music. Do do do.